Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. You are entering the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, your host, and you are listening to 100.9 FM WCHQ. And we are going to be pounding out the best in Louisville metal for you. And if you've got a request, all you've got to do is send it to WCHQMetalForge at gmail.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's 7 o'clock. It's Thursday. It is December the 26th. And this is the last Metal Forge of this uh, decade. I'm in here with Zach Becker. What's up, Zach? Not much, Mark. How you doing? Sir, I am doing all right. And we're doing a kind of a big five-hour-long extravaganza show, right? Exactly. Five hours of the Midnight Middle uh, midnight, midnight Middle, middle Forge. Forge. That's right. <laughs> Are you drinking already? That's what we're calling it. Woo! And we have Mothrog here in the studio. They're going to be playing some uh, tunes for you guys, letting you know what the F is up out there. And we've got a few other guests coming in. I think Jet Piston's going to be coming in from the band Rifle. Maybe some uh, some Va Va Vixens coming in. But before we get into all of that, let's uh, check out some songs here. And get on the uh, the Facebook Live feed. This is Flex Your TV Muscle by Redbox Now. Yeah! 
eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. All right, that was uh, Hookers. Oops, almost uh, said the the other song coming up. And uh, <laughs> that was Devil Rides Tonight. Before that, Manic Method with Eye Candy. I am in here with Mothrog. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Doing, Doing good, Mark. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you might need Wonderful. to come down to the mic a little bit on that one. That one's a little bit weird. You, you, if you don't hear yourself in the in the headphones, just jiggle the mic a little bit. It might come in. I had that problem earlier. So let's go around the room. Uh, you can wave to the camera. It's right here. Um, introduce yourselves. All right, Mark. I'm Adam. I'm the bass player. Awesome. I'm Mark. I'm the guitar player. Okay. I'm Mark. I'm the other guitar player. I'm Mitch, the drummer. My name's also Mark. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Whoa, what? <laughs> I'm Evan. I'm the vocalist. Dang. So, one Mark, two Mark, three Marks. Yes. In no. one room. And, and I know you spell yours with a K. Do you? Okay. Ah! How else would you spell it? There is a C, but is. but that's not the correct way to spell it. I don't think so. No, it's de- no, it's it's no, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely right, not right. the right way to spell it. That's a that's a Mars is what I call it. It's you know short for Marcy. That's right. <laughs> so guys, how y'all doing? I mean, this is the last Metal Forge of the year, uh, the last Metal Forge for WCHQ. So I appreciate you guys for stepping up to bat here and coming in and knock one out of the damn park. So. Tell everybody about Mothrog. You know, I've played, played stuff from you guys. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, we're very privileged to be on here. And we're loving it. Uh, Mothrog has been a band for probably two years now. Um, we started off real rough, went through some members, like all bands do. And uh, we just got, this is Mark over here. He's our new lead guitarist. He just joined the band two hey, weeks yo. ago. And uh, two, two weeks. Yeah, so we were kind of on a hiatus for the last uh, four months. or five months, uh, just uh, going auditioning people, and now we're ready to get rolling again. And uh, we've got, you know, ten or eleven songs we're ready to record, but we needed to fill the hole, and we've got this awesome guy here. So, no, oh, that's a good deal. So, have you all not played a show since the Overload SWP release show, or have you done any since then? We played one after that, I think so, over there at the Tavern, 20, or 21st Amendment, we played a show. That was our last show. Okay. Yeah, that, that place is awesome. I've, I've yeah, no, put on a few cool. shows through I was there. very surprised. I remember when it was Club 21 when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's come a long way. Absolutely. Yeah. So. It's a cool venue. <sighs> oh, my gosh. So you're ready to record. Uh, any Any plans for that? Any anytime soon? Are you gonna try and jump in the studio after the first of the year? What's up? Well, I should. I need to take some of my words. We're we're not quite ready because obviously Mark has to write all of his lead parts since he just joined the band two weeks ago. Do it. Do it so right. no yeah. time like the present, man. We're gonna get get some time for him to get in tight and everything like that. And uh, but we're probably gonna track ourselves and then send it off to be mixed and mastered. Nice. Well, I mean, if you have the, the capability to do that, that's probably one of the best things that you could do. Um, so when, when do you all have, other than tonight, obviously, when is your all's next show? We don't have any shows booked. And I mean, what, what the, what the, well, is that? well, we weren't even oh, going to, you know, we're doing this because 
we really it's want. Because yeah, it's Metal it's cause Forge. It's me. Yeah, we got to be on Metal Forge. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, hey, everybody else has, and some yeah. people have been here three times or more. But we're gonna play <laughs> play our songs tonight, and uh, Mark's probably gonna improv some of it on lead parts and stuff. But you know, we, we just really want to play so. And Mark's probably going to improv some of it on rhythm stuff. No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you all have, uh, do you have a previous album out already or is it just a demo? I mean, because I looked on your Facebook page and you've got some videos of stuff on there. but No, we don't have anything out. Everything that Nothing can, official? No. Everything you can find on our Facebook is all live stuff or stuff in our uh, jam room. And, you know, I, I've got microphones and stuff in my place. And, and when we play live... We have microphones because we use in-ears, so our rig can record onto a laptop, so I can put together videos of the actual live recordings. And that's that's what you hear whenever you are you watch us on YouTube or on our Facebook. But, awesome. yeah, we have a lot of songs out there for people to listen to. It's it's our live songs. But, obviously, at one point, we want to put a, a better produced product out. Absolutely. Which, I mean, that's really kind of where it's at these yeah. days. You know, if you don't put something out, then, you know, What's the point? You know, because it's out there. You got to put it out there for mass consumption. You know, it's kind of just the way it is. So, what is your goal other than the album? I mean, what do y'all want to do with with Mothrog? Do y'all want to play the places like the Yum Center? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just well, a thing. You know, sky is the limit kind of thing here. Well, for me, I just want to do interesting shows. Uh, for me personally, I just. Uh, Anything that tickles my fancy, man. Um, I got a couple connects in Illinois and down in Nashville. And just cool stuff like that. Because to me, anyways, I'm not speaking for everybody else. Playing over and over and over doesn't give me like a, like I want I want it to be special. Like, right. That's, that's so you, you make an event out of it. Absolutely. Like, and yeah, absolutely. That's I could dig that. I think that's what a lot of modern... Um, local music is missing is the show factor you know putting on a show making an event making people want to come see it not just based on music but based on you know everything involved with it you know the the show itself because let's face it any five dudes can get on stage and play through beatles covers or what what the hell ever else right um i mean so you got to make it a spectacle i guess you know, make a make a scene. I guess you know is what it is. I mean, and you also have to take into consideration this man's married with children. I have a child. I mean, we all have jobs, right? And it's a hard enough commitment just to show up once a week to rehearsal, right? So when a lot you of ask planning what goes. The goal the is well, it's it's kind of a gray area. We want a finished product. We want a finished product that we can have. Um, and ultimately, we want to play live shows. We want to play live shows constantly. So if you have a venue and you're interested in some metal, some good metal, you can ask us to come. And, and we should be ready now that we got our guitar player. But it's a huge commitment. And I didn't realize that at the beginning. I did not realize how big of a commitment it is for five people to get together at least once a week. Right. More sometimes, depending. And to write songs, to record songs, and to play shows. Packing drums around and stuff like that with children, finding babysitters. At least, at least he has a manageable kid. You know, you at think least so. Yes, yes, he has I a manageable a kid. Anybody, anybody who has like you know a four or five piece kid. Yeah. yeah you know, I will ridiculous. help them out every day, any day of the week. 
But it, once you start getting into sixes and sevens and eights and nine piece kits, what do you do? I don't. I don't help. Yeah. I don't help anymore. Those drummers that have shelves. Yeah, yeah. What are you all doing? All the rat, right, all you drummers right, are doing right. too much. You hey, I know. Hey. Wait a second now. <laughs> You're in a band with a guy who does have that. No. <laughs> and that's not me. <laughs> that's not you. No, that's not the same. Okay. They sound good, though. <laughs> they do. They do you know, sound they good. They do. But I think we had somebody in here a couple of weeks ago that had a drum rack, and I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. You know? It's like, it's just so much stuff to carry, you know? It's like, you need a, a forklift for that, you know? It's just, no. Shouldn't you... <laughs> Can't do it on a four piece or five piece kit. Why do it? That looks metal. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, simplest. Tommy Lee key. looks metal, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite venue to play in anywhere? It doesn't have to be in Louisville. It could be in Scottsburg, Indiana. It could be anywhere. Do you have a favorite venue you've ever played? I mean, I I had a blast at uh, Tiger Room with you guys. Oh uh, yeah. We were lucky to play there before it shut down, I know. unfortunately. But yeah, I wasn't going to butter you up, but that was the best <laughs> show we played. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, just I don't want to go it's on true. a tangent here, but I loved every second of it. That's why I was so excited to come down here, man. Cause, like, Dude, yeah. that was an intense show all around. Was, like, man. ridiculous, like, from start to stop, from the time the doors opened to the time SWP got off the stage and we, you know, we're sitting there loading out heavy ass pieces of plywood from a drum riser. And it's just like, what the hell? You know, it was probably one of the longest days of my life. I bet. I bet. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a pretty fun show. And if you missed it, you suck. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, I, I really do. I really did like that show. And yeah, what happened? I mean, they just, Close well, their doors. I'm, you know, I'm not I sure. Um, I know Trey put out a statement on there about, you know, there's certain de- deals with like the blue laws and everything. Uh, how many shows did they have before they shut it down? Do you oh know? no, I mean they had. I mean they had. They, show, I'm talking about after the remodel because there was a huge. Uh, well, remodel. I mean it was remodeled a year ago. Yeah. It was remodeled in July of last year. So, okay. and then it, you know, it had a full year with the remodel and about. Three months afterwards. I mean, they had big bands in there and everything. Uh, yeah, I think Pentagram on Halloween. They, there. I mean, well, Pentagram, had, Pentagram was there. Deicide was, had yeah, been there. Deicide there. Howard Jones's band, Light the Torch, was there on Halloween. Right. That was, and that was somewhat the, the last official show. I know that they had served, like, any alcohol and stuff at. Right. Um, but, you know, honestly... I kind of like the other side better when it was the when it was the <laughs> the other side. Yeah, yeah that's where. I no, was. I'm no, no. When I'm saying when it was the music venue. Oh yeah. When yeah. it was the music venue, I preferred the the bar the. Okay. What was the bar side originally? I saw Texas Hippie Coalition when they were on that side. Oh yeah. yeah. We uh, we played with DRI in that room. Really? And it was so ridiculous. That's, cool. that's awesome. Because DRI is awesome. Mm-hmm. And terrible at the same respect. Uh, they went on at ten forty-five. They did not get off, and this is DRI. They did not leave the stage until like one fifteen. Wow. They played two and a half hours, and I swear to God, they played ninety songs. Somebody Where was this at? Uh, it was at the Tiger Room. It was at yeah. The Tiger Room? 
Yeah, you but were, it was on the on the other side where the stage was a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. That's when I seen Deicide there. Yeah. Do you remember Uncle Pheasants? Mm-hmm. They played there. DRI played at Uncle Pheasants once, and I seen You mean that. Uncle Pleasants? Yeah, yeah Uncle Pleasants. Uncle Pheasants. Uncle Pheasants. Uncle trapping and hunting right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but anyways, DRI show, Uncle Pleasants. I got a cool story. Take one. I mean. Oh, no. Go yeah. ahead. Dude. So, you, this is right. open. It's an epic story. Yes, Freddie. Yeah. Freddie from right, SWP so says going, he likes that side better, too. Yeah. I, uh, I went to a DRI show at Uncle Pleasant's, and I ended up getting into a fist fight there. So it was pretty metal. And <laughs> I got the better of the guy. I could go into details. But the thing was, it was probably one of the most memorable shows, and it was DRI. Yeah. And I thought it was great. And you say, oh, they're terrible and great at the same time. It's just the energy was high. Ended up getting in a brawl with this guy, going out into the street, and uh, yeah, so that was my DRI experience, <laughs> and my last well, one, and I, then and then his buddies ganged up on me, and I swear to, there's this is no lie, as I was walking to the car, I hear these footsteps behind me, and some Goliath man grabs me up, and he, I, I'm not exaggerating, he's six foot eight, 300 pounds, he's a monster, and he grabs me up. And I didn't have a shirt on at this point because it got ripped off and I was sweating. And the guy's hand was as big as my head. And he grabbed a hold of my arm and my little arm slipped out and I ran away. Oh, my god! But gosh. that night I almost got pulverized by a Goliath metalhead. You know, he had to. You don't mess with the Kentucky waterfall. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. That kind of. And I hope that guy's listening that we got in the altercation because we can go for round two, buddy. <laughs> he was like oh, a big biker now. dude, didn't have sleeves, tatted up all over his neck. He looked rough, but this little well, Kentucky waterfall got Evan the best looks of. rough, I man. I, I mean, come on. Evan is. Yeah, he's very intimidating. I, I feel like our band, I feel like there's, a, there's not many other bands that could whoop our bands in a physical fight. <laughs> That's, I am confident in that. You're, I mean, I'm probably. You're confident in the fact that they're going to they're gonna yeah. look at Evan and be like, I'm not messing with them? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm 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 on getting out angled by everybody, so I probably look like the smallest one on that <laughs> camera. Over no, there. he's big, and he's a he's a carnivore as well. What do you eat, Evan? I, what is, I eat steak. O- liver. Only only ate some lamb's only heart meat. the other day. No joke, no joke. Right. This man only eats steak. So does the Kentucky waterfall over that there. That is true. That's why I whoop people. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. I'm kidding. I'm not a violent person. I'm actually a softy at heart. Aw. Aw. So, I'm going to ask a few stupid questions here, okay? And they're stupid questions because Ed likes it when I ask stupid questions about, you know, not like the, well, where did you start, you know? Because that's just a, yeah. So, does anybody have a favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? Fight Club. We don't talk about that here. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Rocky. Original. <laughs> the original Fight Club. <laughs> is he's the original Rocky? I like Rocky. Like you, you're not going to go with like the Creed versions Part of Rocky. Seven. Part, seven. Part seventeen. Predator two. What? <laughs> Number two. It's a big Danny Glover yeah, fan. It's the best one. Rewatch it. I promise you'll love it. Yeah, it is really like nice. the Easter egg with the alien head in the background. Ah. He's on par with Arnold. Nobody wants to admit that, but he is. Like, if you just watch his mannerisms, man, Danny Glover is an alpha dude. 
He, he, oh. he made Lethal Weapon. He did. He really did. Uh, my favorite movie is Forrest Gump. Oh, come on. Get off it that It is crap. Forrest Gump. Oh, come on. Don't, that's, how, don't. that's how I'm able to write all these sweet lyrics. <laughs> You're screaming, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> no, come on. Really? Yeah, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Yep. That's a good answer. It's excellent. There's movie. a lot of life in that movie. It's hard to pick your favorite movie, though. And it is, because it's funny you ask that, and I can shoot off the hip and say that, because I had to find out what my favorite movie was. I said, I don't have a favorite movie. People ask me, what's my favorite movie? And I didn't have an answer. I have a lot of movies I like. And so I just had to make a decision. So I would say that the movie that I chose was just because I needed an answer. And so about six months ago, I made sure that I would have an answer if you asked me that question. (laughs) So when you ask that question, I'm like, Heck yeah. When you I thought you were, when you thought movie. you were gonna be on six yeah. months ago yeah. before I've been preparing before, for this for yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm super I'm super pumped that you asked that question because I kinda worked hard to try to figure out what my favorite movie is because there's so many good ones. Nice. Yeah, Mark, tell us yours. Because we yeah, don't know anything Fight about Club you. Is really good. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't said much. Without a doubt, Godfather. Ooh. You know, I, that's funny because I made I made a, a status update the other day saying uh Leave the pistol. <laughs> Without a doubt. And, yeah, because it's good stuff. And only one person, everybody was just, nobody really, I guess, got it. And then one person, who I knew would get it, goes, take the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> I could watch that movie every day. Every right. Day. It's it's such a good film. Do you like three, though? No. Well, ah! No, two. Two's good. Two's great. Two's but, great. Um, three... They're all entertaining. I like three. I like also. three a lot. Yeah. Al Pacino. I just don't like his haircut in three. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> I do like uh, a lot. If you were to uh, either write or record a song or album from music history, what would it be? Like that one thing for you that's like that you can listen to without end. Relentless from Pentagram. Ah. I thought we were still on movie. <laughs> no, no, no. A, a song or an album that you wish you had written? An album? Oh, wish that I would have written? Yeah. I, yeah, That I guess that that's true as well, but it's one of the easy listening to, so. Yeah. Don't well, ever... For me, it's not a question. If we're just talking about albums, it's Kill 'Em All. It's the best album ever made. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I could, I could kind of see that. Front to back. Awesome. You're probably right. There's just, just nothing sticks out. It's just one awesome ride front to back. And just it's it's so awesome. It you is can it, feel like the change in the air when you listen to that album. Just like something. That's just, because there is a lot of air in that album when you. <sighs> who cares about that, dude? It just like it's got energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome. I love it. No, it, it, it. I agree with that. Mark, what would you pick? Uh, that's tough, but I'm gonna say the the first Danzig album. Mm, cool, cool. Yeah, I could. I'm gonna go with uh, any Clutch album. Any any <laughs> any Clutch album. You you wish you would have written any Clutch album. Evan kind of Evan kind of didn't answer this the last time. Either. Uh, yeah, oh, it's too, it's so hard of a question. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't remember what I said. One. I probably said Rust in Peace last time. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Cowboys from Hell, Pantera, that album. You know, at one point I listened to that for like weeks on end, but you know, I'll 
There's lots of albums that <laughs> weeks. Yeah, yeah. There's lots weeks. of albums. Heck, when Creators uh, Phantom Antichrist oh, came yeah. out, I listened to that for like four months straight. Yes. Modern metal classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's so, the Phantom Antichrist? Okay, so if you listen to it for like weeks on end or um, like four months, what is the longest like day after day you've listened to either the same song or album? What what would it have been? What's the longest listen you've ever had? Well, before you could just you know Bluetooth your phone into your car radio. You know, if it was if there was a CD that was you know when we were just CDs, you know there were pl- there was the, when Megadeth. When I first got into Megadeth, uh, I bought System Has Failed, was actually the first album. But then I went back and just went back, Killing Is My Business. And then when I got to Peace Sales, I probably played that one for three weeks straight. It just didn't come out of my CD player in my car. So every time I got in my car, it was Peace Sales. <laughs> yeah, I have another Megadeth answer. Is in my, I was 18 years old, and one of the reasons that I really got into thrash metal is ultimately my my brother introduced me. But... I had a truck with a CD player and I had cryptic writings in there for Megadeth. And that was the only music I had. And so it stayed in there for a year and naturally I just fell in love with it. And at first I did not like it. It was kind of funny how it worked. So just over st- over st- over time it just it grew on me. Still don't think I like it. <laughs> no, that's I get that. No, I, I, I definitely appreciate that, but it was it was just something that I had in the car and it was I, it was I great. Now I love it and I listen to it all the time. I can dig that. Mark, what would you? What was your longest listen of a of a kill them all? I, it. Kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. I, when I was like fifteen. I had it in my little headset CD player, and I had to take the Tark to uh, school, and it was about a 30-minute ride, and I would just start it and get there, and then when it's time to and go. three songs. Tell them, about no. the, right, right. tell them about the cassette you found, how it oh, started right. everything. Okay. Oh. I can tell this. So, so I'll just preface this by saying cassette. that I didn't find metal. Metal found me. <laughs> really? I'm like... I'm like seven years old, and I'm just walking around the neighborhood, and there was a guy who used to play drums down the street. I'd occasionally hear, like you said. Right. And, uh, so I was just walking, doing little kid stuff, probably throwing rocks or something. Anyways, I found this cassette, and it was, uh, I could hardly read it, and it was a metallic cassette, and it was uh, Garage Days, right? And, <laughs> so I picked this up. I'm at seven, and I'm just like, all right, we'll go listen to this. And I go walk into uh, my neighbor's house, and, uh, you know, we put it in. And the first song I ever heard from Metallica was the Misfits cover of (laughs) uh, Death's Last Caress. And I was seven years old, and you know how that's... Oh, yeah. I don't want to say it over the radio, but it just (laughs) blew me away, and I've been hopelessly obsessed ever since. Awesome. So I, I, I'm going to use that as a lyric, I think. I didn't find metal, metal found me. Yeah, that's you know, That sounds like something that Exodus would have written. Up. <laughs> we can wrap it up now, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. That's it. We're done. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, Mark, what about you? What's your longest listen? So, you can well, pull I got a short up. story. Okay. So when I was a kid, um, I don't know if I should say this, but. I shoplifted a, a little bit. Oh, and I so one I, time, I think the statute metal. of limitations is is it over? It's like seven years. 
Depends so, on what album. Metal little so kid. Three, yeah. three, three, three cassettes when they were in those long sleeves or those those plastic uh, things. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was Led Zeppelin II, um, Sad Wings of Destiny by Judas Priest, and The Misfits' Walk Among Us. Nice. So I was absolutely obsessed with those three albums. Yeah, it's because it's, it's, the, it's all you could afford. Yeah, it was, it was all <laughs> <laughs> Are you, I, you know, the bad thing is, I don't think he stole the, the, those albums. I think they were free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were marked down for sure. Oh. <laughs> wow. I like oh, that. No, I, I only kid about that stuff. I know. Mitch, do you have a any, anything but? Cl- I'd go with the uh, prong cleansing. It's oh, okay. usually cool. still in uh, one of my cars, and I play that all the time. So, still, yeah. Wow, dude, that's awesome. Well, Tommy Victor, yeah. yeah. So, are you guys ready to play some music? Yeah, you are. You ready to play? We're all ready all right. there. Uh, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, so go ahead and tell everybody out there how they can get hold of you to book shows or even you know. Get a shirt or whatever. If you get them, get any done, you know. Tell people yeah, how to get a hold of we, you. We only got like four shirts left. They're all largest, but we'll be getting more eventually. <laughs> but just hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can. Uh, even our email, mothrockband at gmail dot com. Any of those places, page. if you want to reach out to us, our handle is mothrog. Pretty on much across the board. Right? Yeah, mothrog. Right. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I think Twitter. It's mothrog band is at mothrog band. Nice. Yeah, but we're we're heavily on Instagram and Facebook, of mm. course. Sadly, yeah, sadly, it's a must. Mm. It, it is a must. You know. All right, so I'm gonna check in here with Ed in the concert view, and um, we're gonna we're gonna jam out. But you know, so it's gonna be fun. All right, I need to stretch first. All right, thanks, yeah. Mark. He's got <laughs> thank a, you very much. He's got a here. Let him get in the way of the mic or the the camera over here, so he can so he can like flex out. Again. I'm only four foot two. <laughs> over here. That's really all you get. If they the didn't see it. They didn't see the it. Body. Yeah, he doesn't come much higher. You know, he's. I didn't even like have right legs. Oh my see. gosh! All right, here's here's a concert view. Time for the WCHQ Concert View, a service of WCHQ 100.9 FM and Hadley Pottery, 1570 Story Avenue. American made and locally made since 1940. Everyday dishes, wedding presents, baby dishes, and pet dishes. Hadley Pottery, open weekdays 9 to 5 and Saturdays 9 to 3. All right, this is your WCHQ Concert View for Thursday, December 26th. I'm Ed. Let's take a look at what's shaking and baking in the Lave Larry this evening. All right, starting up here in St. Matthews, the Sean Sullivan duo are performing tonight over Gersel's Place. Tim Whalen, Kendall Carter, and Mike Hyman are live at the Hell or High Water Bar starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Steve Cruz is live at Jack Fry's in the Highlands starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Carly Johnson and Craig Wagner are live at Meta starting late tonight at 9.30. The Jeff Sherman duo are at Berenice Restaurant starting tonight at 6 o'clock. Tongue and Groove are live at the Air Devils Inn on Taylorsville Road starting tonight at 9 o'clock. Over at Stevie Ray's Blues Bar, it is the Thursday night throwdown kicking off tonight starting at 8.30. Ashton Blake is live at Levy at the River House starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Jack and Lindsay are at New View Bar and Grill in the Highlands starting tonight at 7.30. Package featuring Quinette 
are live at the Zanzibar in Germantown starting tonight at 9 o'clock. Side-Eye Hippo is at Jimmy Can't Dance starting tonight at 8 o'clock. The Louisville Vibe presents Peter Wesley performing tonight at 9 o'clock. Nate Timmis is live at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen and that kicks off tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Joe Robinson is live at the Derby City Pizza Company on the Louisville campus starting tonight at 6.30. Twin Tribes, Skeleton Hands, and Scary Black are at the Highlands Tap Room starting late tonight at 10 o'clock. And finally, the big event of the night, Joan Osborne is live at Headliners Music Hall on Lexington Road with Bridge 19 and Griffey Town. And that concert kicks off tonight starting at 8 o'clock. This has been your WCHQ Contribute. If you've got a gig you'd like to let us know about, head over to WCHQFM.com and hit the icon at the top of the screen that says, List Your Gig. Yeah. 
So, anyways, now, now, now you hear. <laughs> All right, hey, there I am. Now I can hear myself. Holy crap! That was Savage Master with Myth Magic Steel from their album Myth Magic Steel, released back in uh, October. Zach. Hang on. Which one are you in here? I'm on purple. There you are. Uh, you ready for uh, Mothrog here? I am ready. All right. Thrill me, Mothrog. Check, check. All right. All right. This one's called Day of Demise.
Mother Rock.
No, wow, guys. <laughs> All right. This is my favorite song. This one's about going in a hole and coming out stronger. This is the dive.
our song, The Dive. I just want to give our new lead guitarist here, Mark, a big hand. He's been in the band for, been in the band for two weeks, people. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe three. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> this next song is called Storm the Gates.
All right. Oh, my gosh. You know, I walked out, and anybody who's watching on, like, Facebook land out there will see that I walked through a couple of times. You know, I walked back in here, and it smells like gym class. (laughs) I mean, because it was just like, what the hell? It's like, like, oh, my gosh. You're on, too, Zach. You could talk to you. Oh, okay. I didn't know if this was on or not. Yeah. Because I can't hear myself, so. There's a headphone amp that's over here. You might That might be the reason why. Oh, no, it's up. It's up. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't stepped out yet, so. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay. Now, can you hear yourself? Oh, yeah. Perfectly. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, before you all go, is there any shout-outs you want to give to anybody? Yeah, I'm going to do it right this time. <laughs> I want to give my wife, Tara, shout-out. I love her. My daughter, Persephone. Yeah, because last time we had to, are you sure you're not missing anybody? Are you That's sh- not what happened. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, all right, so your wife and and baby. Adam, do you have anybody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hold, let me, yeah, 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 let me yeah there we go. I, I want to shout out to a song. It's called Zodiac Killer by Untold Relic. <laughs> I love that song. I love that group. You're going to shout out? Effort. Wait a second. You're shouting out to a song? Yes. Like it's, he messed up, didn't he? It, no, I didn't. That's what we need to do. We're, we're supporting local music. We're local music. They're local music, and they, they're awesome. I love Untold Relic. You don't have a wife to go to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely my wife. Angeline, she's at home taking care of Jenna and Maddie, my daughters, while I'm here jamming with Moth Rock. Awesome, so. awesome. Heck yeah. I'm going to follow suit. Kathy, I love you, babe. All the my little Krause heathens, you know I love you too. <laughs> shout out to Moon Pies. Let's go. Yeah, big shout out to my wife, Kelly, uh, my son, Miles, my daughter, Kirsten, and uh, my uh, granddaughter, Kendall Joe. Who just arrived like three weeks ago? So, nice. wait a minute. I'm old, man. Grand- granddaughter? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. I also have a son, Jason, and he's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that everybody's shouting out to their kids, you're like, oh well, I probably should no, too. No, 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 it's too late. No. Poor Jason. In 15 years, he's going to see this somehow on the internet. Damn, Dad. <laughs> he didn't even thank me. Oh my gosh. So you go to Facebook, Twitter. All of that stuff, and it's Mothrog. Yes, yes, sir. All right. No. Some of them have Mothrog Band. Some of them are... Uh, well, Twitter's Mothrog Band, but Instagram okay. is Mothrog, and Facebook is slash Mothrog. That, and all of our YouTube, our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Mothrog. All right. So that's how everybody's going to be able to find you. And what's the name of the of your all's next song? Oh, yeah, we're going to keep playing. All right. Yeah. yeah. I said before you... I said before you play your... Play the last song. What? Well, this song goes out to a man, and he's more than a man. He's the hermit man. What? 
Do I got for you? I got some Zerg Rush. What? Yeah. I bet that that's so lame. You want me to not play it? No, because it's a song lame. Okay. You play the song. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did now. Ah, thank you guys, Mothrog. Seriously, I appreciate y'all coming in. Facebook.com slash Mothrog. Check them out. Go buy stuff from them. Go to their next show. Go to all their shows. This is lame. From Zergresh.
Hoist the main sail! Hoist the main sail!
That was Aphrodite with Damselfly. Sorry, I didn't realize that was instrumental. That that part was hidden on my uh, on my track listing there. But it's all good though. It was it's good stuff. Before that, we had uh, Viking with New Dawn and Zergrush with Lame. And thank you to the guys in Mothrog for coming in and jamming out. It was awesome. And now I am sitting here in the studio with Ashley Vega from uh, various projects over the last year that you know uh vava vixens a locust right. tide yeah. promise of plague, plague. Yes. um and josh callett from banshee child that's right glad to be here thanks for having yeah, me thank, thank you, you all for coming in seriously Pleasure. for for the last uh metal forge of the yeah. of of the year and hopefully not the last one ever that's right you know hopefully not definitely not know. Uh, you can move the mic closer to you if you okay. need to, Josh. There cool. Go. There you go. Oh, yeah, everything. Magic. Baby. It's it's all magic, man. We have the technology. Yeah, <laughs> we can rebuild him. <laughs> like, I watched something fun, uh, a wrestling shoot video where somebody said, "We're gonna be, we're gonna rebuild you." He's like, "What am I? The effing six million dollar man?" And it's like, "Whoa!" It's like, "Come on, dude. What the hell?" Uh, yeah, right. So you have Ashley. You have a. Vava Vixen show coming up I for do. Valentine's. That's right. That's right. It's coming up around the corner. I know they're already selling tickets. That's right. Yes, it's, get your ticket now. They, they make good. They made good holiday presents. Yes, they do. Because it's uh, it's going to be here before you know it. I'm sure it will be absolutely. And rehearsals are in full swing, and we are stoked. Absolutely. So give us a rundown of what so, the idea is. So it's Valentine's Day, so we are you know enjoying uh, the romance, the sexiness, and all of the above uh, of the season. So, you know, it's a good time to bring out your honey and have a good, hot, sultry night with us. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, so y'all do usually do five shows. Uh, yeah, it's a five-night show, and let me double-check on the times. But I believe it's February 7th and the 8th, and then it's the 13th, 14th, and 15th. Right, because February 14th is that's, a Friday. That's right. Yeah. It's Friday this year. It's perfect. So get your tickets. All right. That Zach says, Jay Riff and Ash. Yeah. Hey, Zach. What's your name? You know, he's a, he's a loyal Metal Forge listener. Yeah. He, he, he's, been, he's been listening for a while, and I appreciate, appreciate Zach's listening to the yeah. show. So. I love it. He's a cool dude. He is. And I, I, and I like that band. He kind of writes some good songs here and there, you know. Kind of. <laughs> just kind of. The ones, the ones that it. Ashley sings on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. Oh, he's not saying anything there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. I got to tease him a little yeah. bit, but right. definitely some great stuff. And I Absolutely. Sure. And, you know, completely, you know, from them being here back in October right. to them playing here a couple of weeks ago at 21st Amendment yeah. completely blew me away. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. To, That's you know, cool. because here at the time, you know, Jim was having to play the studio kit yeah. and it's a little bit different. It right? handled the power of Jim, Jim Higgins. No, right. <laughs> I know. You know, it's, it's metal, metal Jim, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's him. Right. but like seeing, seeing them actually live, Right. Completely different ballpark. Oh, you know, nice! It's That's awesome. So much yeah. better. Yeah. So much better live. Well, and thank you. I appreciate it. It was wonderful to be a part of, and thank you, Zach. That was a lot of he fun. Goes, you guys are sweet. Oh, <laughs> you know, we have our moments. Oh well, yeah. You we know. can't let everybody know it's a secret, <laughs> right? Right. So, uh, Josh, when when is Banshee Child playing again? We we have a show uh, January twenty fifth, but uh, right now. Uh, 
usually during Thanksgiving and Christmas is kind of a dead period for us, but we've got a new single we've been working on, and we're trying to get that out. Awesome. I'm hoping uh, late January to February-ish, I'm hoping that'll be out. So awesome. I'm looking forward to that. It's a different sound for us. Uh, Ashley's actually got some uh, vocals on this song. Oh, I'm really excited dude. about it. Brought her in so on, many on irons her. in the fire, man. <laughs> yeah. She... She's the busiest, the busiest woman in Louisville when it comes to doing shows and and everything. She's she plays in like three bands. Everybody she, wants some Ashley. I mean, she's on everything, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it, I do this, I do that. I'm like, what don't you do? Like, uh, you know? Hey, I always love to stay hey, busy. You gotta, it, you want. know, you gotta stay busy That's because right. you know if you're not busy. Um, in this industry right. that, you know, the, the, sh- I don't want to say showbiz, but the kind of the entertainment right, industry, yeah. you know, um, you, you fall off quick. That's right. You oh, know, yeah. cause it's constantly changing every mm-hmm. day. Yes. You gotta be on, you gotta get your chops up for sure. Who's that guy? <laughs> that's, that's the co-host of the show. Who's, who's drinking the, drinking out of the red cup. Red solo cup. Red red solo cup. <laughs> well, you can't have the red microphone, but you can have oh, a microphone. Yeah, you can talk to everybody genius. here. Stay a while. Which one are you going to? You're going to the orange? Well, you have to come closer to it. Yes, I know how this works. Yeah, make friends. <laughs> Do you want to come in too? Oh, come on. Just get everybody just get everybody in here. Yeah. Yeah. Does everybody want to come in? Well, that's kind of the point of the show though, is just to have people stop by, hang out. Yeah. Leave, come, you poor know, poor come Jet in. over here has been here since like six o'clock and Dang. and like he just he has out. he's just hanging out in the background like a creeper, which is pretty much <laughs> if you've ever said. been to a rifle show, <laughs> just stand, just stand over here, buddy. You know. <laughs> so, do you have any any more stuff for Promise of Play coming out? Yes, uh, we're going to be uh, getting together and writing the third installment. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be definitely. It's always different with us. Uh, everything is always different uh, each time. Um, but you know, more to come later. More. We're going to be working on it. Jerry's already working on some of the artwork. So if you go to uh, the Promise of Plague Facebook page, you can catch some of that. He's let he's out some releasing stuff. Oh, yes, cool. he's already that's thinking awesome. and working. So enjoy that. Oh my gosh, it's Ed Black. <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> I uh, came from the other room, breaking down your band there. Ah, it's all doing the not running a show here. Do, doing <laughs> the doing the studio tech work while you're being the star. Oh, yes, being the roadie slash grip. Right, <laughs> right. Hey, it's all important. Grip, mm-hmm. grip. Yeah, I like I like that uh, I like that that word for for people. Grip. You know, it's always interesting. Like. What job titles are in films like that? You yeah, know? For Gaffer, that's Gaffer, Gaffer, Best Boy, Best Boy. Best boy. Yeah. 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 Uh, I always like assistant to Mr. Ford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they have their drivers and assistants. Yeah, they're, yeah, the assistant assistant thing's always funny because I'm like, what what do you do? Like, is it their regular personal assistant? Is it like just for that particular movie or show? I think it is personal assistant. Just like somebody who maybe like answers the phones while they're on set. Yeah. You know, yeah. about other offers for better movies, you know, things like could that. Be, could be. <laughs> it, it could be like getting them the brown M&Ms. In a oh. 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 Yeah, you never know. 
Yeah. Very good. Do you, Very do you good. as a performer, Ashley or Josh, do you all as performers, do you have a, a specific thing you need to do for every show? Do you guys have assistants? I actually... <laughs> uh, Joshua Catlett is sometimes my assistant, and I'm sometimes his. <laughs> it works out good. It just depends right, on who's on like, stage that night. right, yeah. And we have a, sh- a show at the same day, his upcoming oh, show. I have a show, yeah. show yeah, oh, wow. on. So... Uh, well, you know, you, after you January like, 1st, we'll be a, available. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you my resume here. <laughs> so if, if something hap- comes up, do you do, you do like... Uh, like clothing alterations and stuff too. <laughs> I wish he did. Oh my goodness! You just have to have backups. I to wish your backup. I had that superpower. That, <laughs> right. That brings, yeah. up a good, that brings up a good question, Ashley. For vixens, do you guys have quick change assistants? Oh my god! Yes. Sometimes yeah. we have to. Take, we help each yeah. other sometimes too. Do, do, yeah. Seriously. We, uh, like when I used to do musical, like musicals and plays, we had uh, quick change assistants. Like, right. Yeah. I remember I did this one show at um, I don't know, like Sacred. I think it was Sacred Heart, and I had to go from like. Summer wear to like a like a five piece tuxedo oh. and like that. So I yeah I had and I was like seventeen having like fourteen year old girls being like here you go here's your pants and do this like what? this doesn't seem right but let's do it I guess <laughs> well let's you know do it, I guess when you perform on stage especially yeah. uh, and you have we costume literally changes, yeah oh. didn't care yeah you can't care right, you you, it, that shame and embarrassment modesty goes, is out the yeah, window yeah you can't yeah. have any of it right. you just got to do it and go for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really do any costume changes during overload. You any, should any, try it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no. I'll help you. So you don't go running off stage every couple of songs and change into like a new like you know zipper yeah. suit or something like that. No, no. <laughs> a Unfortunately, different vest. Not. Yeah, that's right. The, a different vest. Get me my fancy might... vest. <laughs> yep. You know that's funny because I'm pretty sure James and Metallica does that now. He'll does he'll he? change, yeah. He'll change vests after after every like three or four songs. Uh, he's got to get in the mood for the song, you know? right? Uh, right. Well, he like, got to. I mean, those things once they get like sweat laden oh, and all that, yeah. they get heavy. So yeah, yeah you got to yeah. have like five right. different pairs, right? Yeah. Or else it weighs you down, and, and, and you, know, yeah. you can't play guitar be- like that when you when you're all sluggish, you know. <laughs> I've been sluggish my entire life playing guitar. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you have a talent that maybe James doesn't have, you know? Well, I okay. can teach him a thing or two. Yeah. Or maybe it might be the other way around, but you know. Zing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. Now wow. it's a morning show. I think that, <laughs> You're right. that, that might be the biggest laugh that I ever got ever on anything. Uh. I've done. <laughs> 20 years. Ed, that brings up a good question. Do you, uh, do you have dreams where you like write material that just kills, and then you wake up and you try to remember what it was, and you can't remember a word of it? No, I don't have dreams anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, actually, I was going to be my answer right there. Oh. <laughs> No, all my all my dreams got shattered years ago. So, Aww. completely dreamless. I have dreams that like I have, I have to do a show, like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like I'm like I'm getting ready to perform, and like I've got stand up, and I don't have anything like prepared, and I'm just coming off the cusp. And it's, really, like, I've and I've I'm, lived like, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all have, but yeah, yeah it's like you just like think of something in your dream. And it's really funny, and then you're like, "Oh, what was that?" And you're like, a "Monkey riding an organ? That's not funny. Why would that?" Be funny? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I guess, I guess you've had those where you like write something down that sounds funny when you're in like 
that 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 thing between sleep and awake yeah. and it sounds hilarious to you when you're actually like coming up with it yeah. but then you go back and read it the next day you're like this isn't funny <laughs> yeah yeah wait you know, it's literal it's literally that Seinfeld thing of like you looking know, back over the that's not funny. Why why did I write this that's not funny? And I've done you know that on and on the flip side of that, I've actually done that. Have you ever done that with a song? You think of a song while you're asleep or something and then you wake up and you're like, I gotta find this out. Right. And then you're yeah. like then you go well, back and garbage. Yeah, you're like <laughs> happens to yeah. it's like what the why did I think that was so good? That is how yesterday was written. Have you ever really? had? Have you ever had a dream? But I love the the the, the working lyrics. Yes, yeah. yes. It's scrambled eggs, oh baby, how I, I love, love those your legs. legs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pure genius <laughs> writing. Oh goodness! Absolutely. So, do you actually yeah. have any? Do you? I know you perform, mm-hmm. but do do you direct any segments of any of the Vava Vixen oh, shows? Oh, there you go. So, uh, when I did the last show, I created a piece. Uh, I did Funeral Bell. I did a cover of it, which is a Black Label song. Right. Um, and I created the whole idea behind it. And then Carter Schofield and uh, Ryan Scott, he Carter right. played guitar and uh, Ryan played bass. And they did their things. But, yeah, I kind of orchestrate a little bit of, like, the things that of are Of your in my segment. Heart. Yeah, in my segment, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So you, that's, that's really cool that you have the creative ability to yeah. do that. You know, working with so many different people. Exactly. There. Is there anything difficult about directing a segment of a show, especially a live show? It can be. It can't. Usually, it's the technical stuff. You know, like the monitors and not being able to hear yourself. It's all the technical stuff that kind of gets in the way. Oh, you mean all the stuff that we experience? Yeah, here exactly. Yeah. It's usually <laughs> that that's going on. Unless you're just having a, a bad night in some way. You know, if you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> now it's turning into Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Tell me, Mark, uh, do you have any stage rituals that you do? do? I have. Oh, any? a stage ritual. Um, you know, I really don't drink. Yes. I might have a beer here and there at a show, but it's always been customary for me to have a double shot on uh, album releases ah. before I go on stage. I don't use the bathroom until it were on third person before me. <laughs> I don't then. use the bathroom until the third song. Yeah. <laughs> you mean when you're on stage or at the show? <laughs> no. Hold on, I gotta use well, the bathroom. You know, on stage for like you know the special occasion right. nights, but most of the time, yeah, before a show, it's yeah. you. You know, usually on like a lineup, especially like mics, you might have like ten, twelve people. And I can never use the bathroom until I know there's like three people in front of me. It's like, okay, well, now I got to go. I don't know what that's about. It just. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I do, I do always seem to keep my microphone covered before I go on stage. Really? And that's only because of the mic presence, you know, yeah. because if anybody who's seen us or seen pictures, mm-hmm. you know, I sing through a giant freaking uh, 55. You do, yes. And. I think it's like one of those image mics, you know. It's like, oh wow, it's like it's like an old school mic. So yes, I like. So that. I kind of keep it covered before we go on, since it's kind of the the little bit of the mysticism. Right, that's another thing that uh, we do in the Vixens. So we kind of in between numbers, if we're not performing, we always stand side stage and watch each other, which is great. I love it. But we, uh, if we haven't gone on for our specific number, we wear like robes or whatever to cover up our outfits. We don't want to reveal it. 
you know, walking around doing what we need well, to Zach, do. Well, Zach, we stand side side stage and watch each other while we're up there, right? Because we... In the back, usually. Yeah, because we, we want to hear who's bombing. Who's <laughs> bombing it horribly so we can be there going, Pah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's when you know if, like, no one laughs at your joke in the crowd and you hear that one laugh. Oh, the word... The it's, the, it's the comedians oh, yeah. being like... Get the a load worst, of doing that moment. It's the worst thing yeah. in the world to be up there. You do not get any uh, any audience reaction, but what you do get reaction from is the comics in the oh. back of the room because yeah. they're not laughing at you because it's funny. Right. Yeah. You oh. know that. They're like, they're like, way to go, dumbass. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the, the, the nervous laugh to themselves going like, oh, God, thank God that's not me up yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing <laughs> My buddy Jason out in San Francisco, we used to play clubs in uh, Sacramento. <laughs> one of the best things to do is if one of us is bombing, we just hand the back and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we were just quiet. Like, that, was the, that was the best. And then we <laughs> make each other laugh because we'd be like, oh, God, he, he's not going to do it. Because we'd be like, crickets, crickets, crickets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, do you have any before stage rituals that yeah. you do? I mean, I know most guitar players always do like their warm up thing. Yeah, I, I run through all my all my, uh, my my pentatonic skills or whatever, and then I always get I always like to have a beer and then a uh, a shot of Fireball before I go on. But that's about it. I usually get anxiety on stage day, not because I'm nervous, but just the the process. Am I going to forget this? Or then I got to right. get somewhere in park. And you know, a lot of venues around here they don't have like parking lots. You've got street no. well, play oh, play at Nirvana. Tell you how many arguments I've gotten in with her, and I'm like, why are we always going to these places that don't have any you know parking lots? Why is it always a street lot? You know? I hate that. I hate that too. That makes me nervous too. Actually, it's not right. the show. It's the, oh my god, where am I going to park? I don't right. Especially and he can't relax during a show because you're always wondering is my car going to get towed? Like I come out and not be able to go home tonight. Yep. Nirvana. Twice. It got towed? Three month time period. Yeah. 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 See, they have like that little teeny tiny lot in the back. Yeah. And like if you park on either side of it, you're done. The apartment complex right behind it, I was there and I figured, oh, I'll be fine. But then I came out when we were done and my car was there and I put, you know, Thankfully, I didn't put my guitars and stuff in there yet, but I came out and I got my smokes and I was coming back in. Not even 10 minutes later, I was going to put my guitars and stuff back in there. Gone. Oh, my God. We've been there all night. It's like Batman came and got your car, dude. It's 11.30, 11.45 at this point, and I go back out to check, and I'm like, they wait till now, really? It's it's been sitting here for three and a half hours, and they wait into that little 10-minute window. Gone. (laughs) <laughs> he has bad luck with that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's down? horrible. I told her we went somewhere one time, and I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can't park here. And she's like, oh, it's fine. We're just going to go in and come right back out. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can't park here. And she's like, it's fine. We'll go. We'll come back. It's fine. We come back out an hour later. I had a parking ticket. Yeah. Uh, like, my... She goes, I didn't believe you until now, but you really do have the worst <laughs> luck with parking. I'm like, why do you need firsthand experience? I'm telling you. I, I, I can't park anywhere. Well, you know. my, my inkling is if, you, if your first instinct says you can't park here, go with that. Yeah. <laughs> go true. with that. I mean, that's You're right. true. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Totally. You know, I got a parking ticket one time uh, downtown on a Saturday. Oh. On a Saturday, I got one on a Sunday. It was on a Saturday. Really? That's bull. Was it, and it was it was only because there was a con in town oh. yeah. that, that was here, and oh. and they considered it event like, parking. Yeah, oh. they considered oh, it special event, Gosh. so the meters technically were open. And it's like, 
Are you serious? <laughs> it's twenty five bucks, but still, it's, still it's a principle. Yeah. It's a principle thing. Yeah, it's you know, which I did see on Facebook someplace in Minnesota. I think was saying for Christmas, if you're going to pay your parking tickets or pay any sort of uh, fees, like 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 minor traffic infarctions, you could take them to the uh, Humane Society there and donate it to the to animal shelter. See, I like that. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's All right. It's it. Yeah, you kind of don't mind if. It's I think going. that's. I think that's better than having to pay it to the state. Yeah. You know? right. well, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think like yeah. I think it's like why so you can pay for your bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and still put a toll on it. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, that was the best thing. Or when they pay were... for these potholes that you're not filling. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best thing about you know when they were doing the whole tolls for the bridge was it was like okay so when there was a be best. Over? Wait a second. There I'm was? sorry to interrupt. There was a best part in all of this. <laughs> oh, best of the worst. Yeah, it was the thought of they? Hey, they might 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 not might no, not the, do it. The, <laughs> the best thing is the facetious thing where they're saying it facetiously, where they're like, "So when when is it going to be paid off? When we're not going to like take the tolls down?" They're like, "Uh, we're not. Right, yeah. we're always paying it was for like, it." Yeah, twenty eighty nine. I'll be. Here. I thought it was like. Like even longer than it, that. I don't even know, honestly. I'm just throwing know. the number out. And <laughs> it was laughable, right? It's like, like twenty one twelve or something. Yeah. Wait a minute. Year no, 3, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. We should. Have... Fry's gonna be paying for that <laughs> <Exactly>. bridge. <laughs> don't even need it anymore. We should have a call and auction off for this pin. It's gonna be a collector's item. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, but hang yeah. on, hang on. Let's start the bidding at twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred. Do I hear twelve hundred? Twelve hundred. Oh, there's a dial tone. There's a dial tone, but you can't. Uh, remember, we tried that last week. I know. You were going to give your star <laughs> oh, your yeah, Star right. Wars uh, yeah review of the line and um, couldn't get into anybody because well, he's probably know. still in the movie, wasn't well, we he? Should have just done it. On no, it was. It was. Yeah. It was when I was before I was going to the movie. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was at the Showcase Cinemas. Were you at like a midnight Showcase showing or something? I was at the Showcase Cinemas, in Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right before Big Mama's house, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was the movie he left in the middle of to go see the new Star War. Yeah. <laughs> to go see Star War. Yeah, Star War. <laughs> uh, that is a great meme that comes out every year from uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development, yeah. yeah. Here, go see a Star War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my <sighs> really, Ed? ESB at number six. <laughs> Hey, I I'm put, kidding you. I put Phantom Menace at number eight. Yeah. <laughs> and but Attack you, of the Clones, like, dead last. Well, yeah, so, I could see that. Though. I didn't think you were going to bring up that, but yeah, that's... that's, that's well, of course I'm going to bring it up. This is the first time I've seen him since that. <laughs> You're all in one room. No, no, no. It's because that was ever since I was a kid, which is Empire was sort of always kind of like in the middle somewhere, but... Jedi for me was always like the number one. That was like a best. He it's still number Ewoks. one. Yeah. It's still actually I like I like the I like Jabba's palace. Uh, I like the fact that uh, you know the what happens with Darth Vader. We know, know what happens in, with him. <laughs> in, in case spoiler, in case anybody hasn't seen it, he dies. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no. What? Now my dreams are ruined. <laughs> why i said spoiler jet cover your ears <laughs> oh my gosh i did like is it it's in the mandalorian i think where they have the uh jabba's uh doorman the, the little robot 
Oh yeah, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm sure it's got yes, a name. It's, yeah, the droid, the style of droid, the little I'm sure. ball uh, droid that yeah, comes I, out of the wall. No, it probably has a name like like uh, Ibsen Clark Brotsky or something like that. Oh yeah, I don't like know, who like knows? Bib Fortuna. Yeah, <laughs> or, Sir, or Servacious Crumb. Salacious. Oh, salacious. Sorry. Salacious. Sir, curvaceous. You know, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Vixen called, called I know, right? Curvaceous Crumb. Oh. That's good. So, That's a good name. Put it in the head. If you ever do like a, a Star Wars. Yeah. They're, no, they're they're worse than the Prince people, oh, I think. Yes, <laughs> they, no. They I don't, wanna, I don't think anybody name. wants to experience that again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. They would probably shut you down even faster. They would. They would know before we knew. Right. Yeah. They use the force. And they yeah. Know. Yeah. The thought they could read they your mind. Yes, the, 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 this is not the show theme you are searching for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fun to put on a show and call it "We're Getting Sued" and just have like Disney princesses and like Star Wars and Star Trek and like the Marvel like, Universe. We might as yeah. well throw oh, them Marvel in there. Right. And, like Beatles music and like. That's right. <laughs> Everything that you're going to get sued for, put it in Just there. It. Here's a here's a here's a question: mm-hmm. Is Princess Leia a Disney princess? Yeah, yes. like, well, she is like now. Do you, no, do you, is she? I mean, I don't think they've ever said that well, she was, but you know, technically. Dr. Frankenfurter is too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh. That is very true. Nice. I never thought of it. It is Fox. true. It's it's a is 20th true. century yeah. Fox film. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So if you say Princess Leia is, then. Well, but everybody is. Uh, the the Queen Alien from Aliens. <gasps> oh, oh, yes. That You know what? I think this is just a ploy to where Disney can make every heroine in every movie a Disney princess ever. That's what the ploy is. Hey. Oh, no. no, no <laughs> never mind. I'm, I'm probably, I got to fact check this one. So <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. I can't wait until the, until uh, Vince McMahon finally sells it to Disney. Hey, oh I have God. said that for years. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm bringing and it up. And oh, SmackDown geez. is on Fox. Yeah. And it's Fox this- paid a billion dollars to that company. To air their air that show for like five years, yeah, and you know I have said that for years that that's gonna be that's gonna be a mouse ran company. Well, mm-hmm. why not? Well, you know, you could put it on uh, put it on Disney Plus and have like all your. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if they put every like every WrestleMania on Disney Plus? Oh my god! Like every you know. Every... Well, I don't think they would ever get rid of their own network though. Uh, I don't know. A couple hundred billion dollars might. Would, do you? Do you, this is the question? This is a question. Do you guys think if Vince McMahon sold it, it would be he? They would have to pay more than they had to pay for no. Marvel or Star Wars. No, no, it'll no, be because nearly, that's that's not nearly much, as much. Because you got to look at the difference in the deal. I mean, they paid four billion dollars for each of those. They paid two billion in cash. Uh, and stock options, and the other was just like, was just like all cash. So, you know, four billion dollars for each of them. I and they're only the company's only worth like six bill. So, and I guarantee Marvel was worth more than that. So, but I think they just bought Marvel. They didn't buy the comics. They just bought Marvel Studios, right? Which. Wouldn't be as Which much. is why Marvel changed all of their comics around about four years ago. Right. The comics division started cha- uh, killing off characters. Right. So they they were basically, they had right to 
put out these stories in the comics on the uh-huh. film. <clears throat> so that's would, why they killed off like Tony Stark and and everybody else. Would the Vava Vixens ever do like a, a Disney theme show or You know, I I can't answer that question. I think it's a it's a nice thought. But that would be. She's leaving that up to the legal department. Yes, <laughs> I would definitely <laughs> leave that up to them. I'm sure there would be several of us that would be on board for it, though. Yeah, there's a lot we could do. You I know, I was re- and yeah. what I was fact checking here. I think is, it'd be a great show. Actually. I do too. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. it would be. It'd be a blast. I wanted to see who actually uh, produced the uh, the Exorcist series. I was hoping it was Fox because that would be great if Linda Blair was a. Reagan became a. <laughs> <laughs> was a Disney princess. The most terrifying kind. Well, right. That might be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that might actually be a Fox-owned it's, series. It's Warner Brothers. Is it? It's okay. Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't know studios. So maybe we'll, get a, maybe we'll get a DC version that, you know, <laughs> DC is terrible these days. These days. They, yeah. Notice yeah. you're not getting any argument from anybody else. No, because I'm damn right. Yeah, That's why. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Jet, are you a DC fan? He hates comic books. He said he's he's not in this this uh, this conversation at all. You you have first runs of things, like I I actually had a subscription to Spider Man when I was a kid. Oh, nice! I didn't even wow. have to go to the comic book store. It just came right to my house. Did you get that fan club? Card? You were spoiled. Yeah, spoiled. spoiled I had to pay for it uh, out of a paper route. <laughs> <laughs> did, birthday you, money. Birthday money. <laughs> yeah. What'd you What'd you get for birthday money in like nineteen? Uh, <laughs> I, I used to get a, uh, an allowance of a quarter a week, and it, it was I was happy to have it. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course he could buy five comics and three candy bars. With and, that he same the, quarter. And, and, that time, and he had yes. to walk to school in the snow. Backwards. Now, no it's, shoes. now it's turning into that uh, Dana Carvey as our live old man. And it was and terrible. We liked we it. Liked it. <laughs> Chew on glass, and it was hard, and it hurt your teeth, and we liked it. Right? Oh my gosh! So, um, oh my, I don't even know what to ask anymore. Um, I'm like, play a song. That's the. Best you want to play a song? What do you? That's Mark. That is what you do when you run out of questions. No, you play no, a song. Yeah, we're, we're having such a good. And teach yeah. you how to be a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> well, and mean. it's the last episode, so yeah. 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 I'm finally you know, getting it. it by now. I'm finally <laughs> getting the hang of this. We're here for you, Mom. Yep. Uh, that's right. But that's the best. I don't know what to ask. What do I do? Uh, <laughs> that's the best thing about these five-hour shows is that we just do whatever we want. Right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. basically just take over the station for the night, so it's yeah. kind of yours to do what you want. Oh. But You know, does, has anybody else done this besides Mark and I? No, you no. and Mark are kind of the consistent ones who do it, so. We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Gonna win, yeah, well, taking over. Yes, nice. I actually have that because that's what we do. We take over every time, every chance we get. So this is called "Spitting Blood" by Ooh. Feral Friends. Yeah, 
here from the big KRP musical medicine cabinet. Now, I am talking about your 50,000-watt intensive care unit, babies. So just sit right down, relax, open your ears real wide, and say, give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I love that show, and I kind of felt that after you know getting getting a job here a year ago after I'd met with Ed and Kathy, and it was just like, now this is it, you know. It's like I can play heavy heavy music from here, and I'm just like ah. I'm grabbing the mic. I'm sure she has seen me on the cameras being like a crazy jackass on the, in, in the studio. Yeah, but who better? Who better? Yeah. To be a crazy jackass? Yeah. Well, anybody better, I guess. No, no hell no. Of course me. Well, who, who else? Who You're supposed I- to be like the hard rock metal guy. You know, you're supposed to be like off the rails and... On you know, a crazy the, train. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Off the rails on the crazy train. <laughs> Strap in kitties, you know. <laughs> right. Johnny it's, Fever. It's Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. It's man. time for this town to get down. Yeah. 